Attention SLPs and OTs with existing private practices. Are you ready to level up your private practice and your life and make this your breakthrough year? If so, join us for Make More in 2024, a free training offered on Thursday, March 21st at 8 p.m. Eastern to discover how to shift from clinician to CEO. During the training, we'll talk about the importance of maximizing your income, adding revenue streams, setting up systems, and more so that you can ultimately work smarter and build a successful, sustainable, and sellable business. To sign up, just visit growyourprivatepractice.com backslash training. Don't miss the chance to learn how to effectively navigate the growth phase of the private practice journey. See you on the training. Worried that you're too young or too new to the profession to start a private practice? Or worried that you're too old and that you've missed the boat? Today's episode is going to feature an excerpt from my new book, The Path to Private Practice, where I will share the reality behind when you should start your private practice and what the current trend data shows. So if your age or experience has kept you from starting your private practice, this is a must-listen episode, so stay tuned. I'm Jenna Castro-Casbon, speech-language pathologist, business coach, and creator of the Start Your Private Practice system. And I'm on a mission to turn stuck SLPs into successful private practitioners. If you're tired of dealing with high productivity requirements, high caseload sizes, and low pay, it's time to take control of your professional, personal, and financial life and finally get the freedom, flexibility, and financial abundance that you deserve by working with private clients in your own practice. Join me here each week as I share tips, best practices, and inspirational interviews on the Private Practice Success Stories podcast. If you're a private practitioner or one in the making, you're in the right place, so let's get started. One of the things that I hear all of the time from SLPs and OTs who are interested in starting private practices are fears of being either too young or too old. So when I was writing my book, The Path to Private Practice, I knew that I had to address this topic and give examples of people of all ages and stages who have gone into private practice despite their hesitations. When I first created the Start Your Private Practice program, the median age of people joining was 35. Now, it's 30. This is because younger SLPs and OTs are taking control of their professional, personal, and financial lives and starting private practices much sooner than people used to. Now, that's not to say that we don't have people enrolling in the Start Your Private Practice program who aren't in their 50s and 60s. We absolutely do. And you're going to hear about one of them in a second, but the trend data is skewing younger and younger. But let's talk about why. So sit back, relax, and enjoy this excerpt from the Path to Private Practice called How to Start a Private Practice at Any Age. The best time to plant a tree was 20 years ago. The second best time is now. Chinese proverb. I started my private practice decades before I planned to. There are a lot of myths about private practice. One big myth is that you have to wait until the end of your career to start a private practice. I think this is based on the image that people have when they think of private practitioners. They usually think of people who are in their late 40s or 50s because that's how old the guest speaker was in graduate school. When younger private practitioners start to think about private practice, they start comparing themselves to older people 
which makes them second-guess their ability to start a business and sparks insecurities about being taken seriously. There are also older clinicians who have treated thousands of clients but didn't start private practices when they were younger because they were waiting to be experts. You can start a private practice when you have something to bring to the table. The old way to start a private practice is to wait until you have, air quotes, enough experience. The SLP and OT fields are vast, and there's a lot to know. If you wait to become an expert, you may never start. The new way is to start young and gain experience as you go. As long as you have valuable skills to offer, you can start a private practice. You don't have to be 20 or 30 years out of graduate school to be competent and confident in your skills. In private practice, you're providing these same skills that you provide at your regular job. You're just doing it for yourself instead of for an employer. Time is our most precious resource. How do you want to spend yours? Here are some common excuses for not seeing private clients. I'm too young. If you're a new graduate and want to beef up your clinical knowledge and skills, do more continuing education. Get certified in evidence-based areas of clinical care that are in demand, areas that families are seeking out and physicians are referring their clients for. Oh, and remember, when you have a private practice, clinical and business-related continuing education programs, like mine, are tax-deductible as business expenses. Another excuse, I'm too old. You can start later in life and continue your career on your own terms. You have a lot to offer. Think of all of the experience that you've accrued over your career. Families are willing to pay for that experience. If you're not ready for your career to be over, extend it through your private practice so that you have control over your time and earnings. Another excuse, it's not the right time. The truth is, the timing will never be perfect. You will never feel completely ready. Your best bet is to arm yourself with resources and know that you'll gain confidence and experience after you start your private practice. A woman was considering joining the Start Your Private Practice program. Her husband asked her, how many more signs do you need to realize that this is what you're supposed to do? She realized that he was right, and she signed up immediately. Now I would like to share two case studies of private practitioners who started their private practices at different ages. Meet Jessie Ginsburg. Jessie started her private practice immediately after her clinical fellowship. She knew that she wanted to start her own clinic, but her professors told her that she was too young and inexperienced. Rather than let that stop her, she dove in, gained experience, and is now internationally known for her work with autistic children. Jessie's practice, Pediatric Therapy Playhouse, is over 10 years old. Jessie has also launched an online education business where she teaches clinicians how to have more effective sessions with autistic clients. To learn more about Jessie, visit jessieginsburg.com. Jessie is an alum of the Grow Your Private Practice program. Here's another case study. Meet Claudia Davison. During her career, Claudia worked in various settings and never considered private practice. At age 53, she chose to start seeing clients on the side in order to supplement her retirement savings and join the Start Your Private Practice program to learn about private practice. She earned enough money to retire early and shift into her own private practice. Now, she's making significantly more than her school SLP salary by seeing clients herself and hiring contractors to see patients. Claudia's story is a wonderful reminder that you're not too old and it's not too late. As Claudia often says, 
old dogs can learn new tricks. Claudia is an alum of the Start Your Private Practice program and the Grow Your Private Practice program, and now serves as a mentor in the Start program. So to wrap this up, here are the takeaways. As long as you have something to bring to the table, you can start a private practice. Who decides whether you're good enough to start a private practice? You do. You are qualified to be in private practice if you choose to be. I hope that hearing about how you can start a private practice at any age and hearing both Jesse Ginsburg and Claudia Davison's stories have inspired you to start as soon as you have enough experience to bring something to the table. If you're considering private practice and want to learn more before deciding if it's right for you, my book, The Path to Private Practice, was written just for you. So head on over to privatepracticebook.com right now to order your copy. Age and experience is just one of the things that I touch on in the book. I also cover why SLPs and OTs are choosing private practice and why it may be the best choice for you, the new way to start a private practice, which is much easier, faster, and cheaper than before, and secrets of successful private practitioners. Again, just head on over to privatepracticebook.com right now to grab your copy or order one for a friend. Thank you again for listening. And as always, I'll see you next week for the Private Practice Success Stories podcast. See you then. While this episode might be over, but we don't have to say goodbye. Head on over to independentclinician.com for resources that will help you at each stage of your private practice journey. If you're on Instagram, let's connect. Follow me and send me a DM. I'm at independent clinician. And if you're on Facebook, make sure that you join the SLP and OT Private Practice Beginners Facebook group. All right, off to help more regular SLPs and OTs become successful private practitioners. Let me know if I can help you too.